0: Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sports Cast. And right now it's just me. I'm here to do your College Sports Cast, the weekend wrap up show for week 12. Executed. It, I heard good. a fan offer free Dipping Dots if I blew it. You have some fun, you know, execute. I had <laughs> bombs. So stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Yeah, sound good. All right, guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. I'm here to do the Week 12 Weekend Wrap-Up Show. We've got some college football talk. We've got some college basketball talk. There is a lot going on in the college sports world, so we're going to get to that. But first, I do want to mention that we are affiliated now with Homefield Apparel, and I have one of my brand new shirts on. I'm going to stand up so you guys can see this. This is Kentucky. This is Untouchables 1996 National Champs. 34 and 2, 16 and 0 in the SEC. This is one of Kentucky's better, most famous teams. This is homefilledapparel.com. Right now, you can follow me on Twitter at Brad CScast, and you can find a link where you can get a Black Friday special for 20% off. So follow me on Twitter um, for those links right now and the sale goes through november 26th for a black friday special and this is all at homefieldapparel.com if you use our link and follow that and and he's got on one of his auburn shirts as well if you use our link we'll get a little credit and get a little something too um But uh, that code, you can follow us at bradcscast, and I do have some posts on there about the Black Friday code. And you can get 20% off. Um, These shirts right here would be around $28, I think, with um, 20% off. Uh, So you get a pretty good special right now with these. There's over 180 teams. They have cool retro designs um, and mascots and logos and all kinds of real cool stuff. So check them out. John might have a little something to say about home field as well. So,
1: yeah. So the shirt the shirt that I've got on is uh, is, is an Auburn baseball design uh, back in the '80s. Uh, I believe there's a picture if you go look up Auburn. Uh, 80s baseball or something like that you'll see bo jackson wearing a shirt it's very similar to this right here difference is is the auburn jersey would have had orange and white around the collar orange and white around the sleeve that's it other than that it's this design right here with the auburn written the way that it is across the chest in this powder blue uh shirt this would have been away away jersey I believe, uh, for Auburn back in the eighties. Um, so, but every, every design has a story there. They do have those listed up there. I believe you still have one of my shirts and it's the Auburn basketball shirt, the peacock shirt. And that is, uh, I do. It Came in, and, and so, there yeah. is, there is a story for that as well. And it's all on the website. They do have a story for every design or reason why they do the, the, the different designs, the way that they do it. So, uh, homefieldapparel.com uh, and they do have an app uh, for iOS and I believe Android as well. So, yep.
0: Cool. All right, guys. We're going to kind of dig in. I'm going to start out with the college football scoreboard today um, and, and start out with that. I've got it, it pulled up already, so I'm going to start out with that. We can kind of run through All the games and talk about some of them as we go. So I'm going to start with that. Um, The week again started on Tuesday this past week. We had Toledo beat Bowling Green 32 to 31. Northern Illinois beat Western Michigan 24 to nothing. Eastern Michigan beat Akron 30 to 27 in a double overtime. On Wednesday, we had Ohio beating Central Michigan 34 to 20. Miami of Ohio 23 to 10 over Buffalo. Thursday night we had Pitt over Boston College 24-16. Um, Friday night this past week we had UTSA 49 Florida South Florida 21 and Washington State beat Colorado 56 to 14 on Friday night as well. Um, Not a good showing by Colorado at all. I think they did have a player or two out. I'm not sure if Shabir played or not. Do you know if he played in that one?
1: Uh, Give me just a second. I've been kind of trying to get everything put together here.
0: But I I, I could be wrong in that. Um, And that might be part of the reason the score looks the way it is. He had been injured a little bit, and I was thinking he was going to be out this past week. Right. And that might be why the scores fifty-six to fourteen to Washington State. All right. So that leads us up to Saturday's games, yesterday's games. And I am going to start out with the Michigan Maryland game. It was in Maryland I think J.J. McCarthy got hurt in this game, was out for a while. But they did come back and win 31-24. to 24. Um, 24 points was quite a bit of points for this Michigan team to give up, especially uh, to this Maryland team, who has actually kind of been struggling the last four or five, five weeks. Um, but they did survive only by a touchdown. They were favored 19-1. We all picked – michigan in this game in our game day pickings the other day and they did not cover <laughs> in this game so
1: nope they did not that was one that we were uh we were picking uh picking to cover and it was that was a big big point spread uh it looks yeah. like that 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 Shadur, sorry Shadur sanders played some but did not play the entire game he was only six for 10 for 86 yards and one touchdown uh ryan staub was five for 14 for 56 yards and then gavin cold was one for three maybe
0: he did play a little little bit i don't think he played the entire game i had seen that he may not play at all so i wasn't sure
1: yeah so there's there's three quarterbacks or three uh three players that recorded passes. Um, I would say that they were all quarterbacks because one of, I mean, the, 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 the third guy had three attempts. So that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. So,
0: all right. So Alabama clobbered UT Chattanooga 66 to 10. Um, they're looking really good. This UT Chattanooga team is one of the better teams. Um, in their in their division down there you know they're in the fcs um and with Furman and they are one of the better teams down there louisville had to survive against miami 38 to 31 and i say survive there was a hail mary that was caught um and he did try to turn and get up the field and was caught at the five yard line
1: to tie this, yeah, game. he it, yeah, he got it, got it, got ricocheted, um, about off yep. of maybe two players or so. It looked like they were trying to bat it down, but it didn't quite go straight down, right? And it kind right, of went yeah. right into the receiver's hands, and he was about around the s- four or five. I think he spun out to the five yard he line, he and out then tried and to come tried back to in. Head
0: yeah, and yeah. He, I think he got to about the five. I mean, right. somewhere he was about
1: around five or four, and he was down at that point. Yeah, um, it looked like they were going to catch him anyway um, once he caught it. So, yep. yeah,
0: but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, there was a hail mary. It was caught. Um, it just happened to be caught about the six yard line because they they batted it back, um, and then he had to try to run it in, and he got caught after he, uh, after that. But um, that's how that game ended. Um, Miami is now six and five. Um, Louisville is still only with the one loss, and that win actually propels them to the ACC championship game. It did, and it, and it's the first time in school history that they have made the ACC championship game in football. So they are ten and one. Their only loss was to Pitt. This year, they've had a couple of other close calls, but they have found a way to win and are in the ACC championship game. So, Penn State uh, beat Rutgers 27 to 6. Ole Miss beat UL Monroe 35 to 3. Oklahoma also kind of had to survive. This was the week of seeing like quarterbacks getting hurt, it seemed like. Um, Dylan Gabriel went out in this game as well, and beat BYU 31 to 24 at BYU, um, but they did survive, so they are, you know, still with the two losses. They still have a shot to make. There's three teams tied to make the, uh, the second, you know, the, to make the a Big 12 championship game. There's three teams that are like six and two. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State are the teams that are that are there. Um, so they still have that shot. Tulane beat FAU 24 to eight. Army beat Coastal Carolina 28-21. Michigan State beat Indiana 24-21. Mississippi State 41, Southern Miss 20. Um, Will Rogers came back and played in that game. Northwestern beat Purdue at home 23 to 15. This is significant because Northwestern is now bowl eligible. That is their sixth win. They only had one win last year. Fired their coach, but right before the season with a um, scandal, and Pat Pat Fitzgerald got fired and they have an interim coach. So with all the turmoil that they have going on, you have to give a little bit of props to Northwestern and this interim coach um, for getting them to to six wins. Don't you think, John?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause that one was, uh, that, that was one that you just didn't, you didn't really know what was about to happen in that, uh, for for that team just because of all the stuff that was going down before the season started. And then, you know, even right at the beginning of the season when they were just losing all those games. So, yeah, There's
0: lawsuits uh, going on all all season long. There's lawsuits, you know, back between the school and the coach. And, I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on at Northwestern. And for this coach to get this team playing and gelling and getting to six wins is a pretty big deal if you ask me. It is, yeah. So, um, you know, some props to them for that. Uh, Texas A&M beat uh, Abilene Christian thirty-eight to ten. UConn beat Sacred Heart thirty-one to three. Navy beat East Carolina ten to nothing. SMU beat Memphis thirty-eight to thirty-four. That's a little little bit significant as well, um, just because both of these teams are pretty good. Good, pretty good teams. Um, Memphis was eight and two, and so was SMU before this game. So SMU is nine and two on the year. Memphis is eight and three now. Um, just just to give you a little bit of info on those, those two, Liberty State undefeated, forty nine to twenty five over UMass. Jacksonville State fifty six, La Tech seventeen. MTSU beat UTEP thirty four to thirty. Rice beat Charlotte twenty-eight to seven. App State beat James Madison in an overtime, twenty-six to twenty-three. James Madison has been ranked the last couple of weeks and was was still undefeated, and that was their first loss of the season for James Madison. Uh, let's see. Ball State beat Kent State 34-3. Wyoming beat Hawaii 42-9. Arizona handled Utah at home 42-18. to West, West Virginia beat uh, Cincinnati at home 42-21. to I want to pause here at West Virginia, just like I did at Northwestern. There was a lot of talk. Um, since last year, really, that Neil Brown should be fired. Um, and he come into this year with very, very, very low expectations. They actually had him picked dead last in the preseason, in the Big 12. Um, and they are setting at 7-4 and four and have a chance chance to win this coming week and have an eight and four season. And I think they have a pretty good chance to do that. They play Baylor. Baylor's not that good. So I think they have a pretty good chance of going eight and four. And I think that's a great job by Neil Brown. I just want to pause on that one and, and say that I think he's done a great job this season and they, you know, they lost a Houston game that they shouldn't have lost, to be honest with you, on top of that. Um, Virginia beat Duke 30-27. to North Texas beat Tulsa 35-28. UAB won a game, beat Temple 34-24. Yep, they did. It was a... They- and this game. score surprised me. Arkansas State scored 77 on Texas State and beat Texas State 77 to 31. There was over almost 110 points scored in this game. A football game guys. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of points. Colorado State beat Nevada 30 to 20. Georgia. Handled their business in Knoxville 38 to 10. Uh, That is Georgia. They tied the record for consecutive wins, by the way. That is 28 consecutive wins that they have, and that actually tied the record. Iowa beat Illinois uh, 15 to 13. They are 9 and 2 and in the Big Ten championship as well. Just so you know, Iowa is uh, Notre Dame beat Wake Forest forty-five to seven. The story in this game is Sam Hartman, who played four years at Wake Forest, went in and now beat his former team forty-five to seven. Uh, Clemson beat North Carolina thirty-one to twenty. Clemson seems to have found a little mojo here at the end of the season. They were four and four. That's their third straight win. Uh, beat a ranked team Western beat Sam Houston. Western Kentucky beat Sam Houston 28-23. UCLA handled USC at USC 38 to 20. They are seven and five guys. USC is seven and five on the season. Coming in with their expectations very, very poor season for Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams this year at seven and five with their expectations. Um, NC State beat Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech 35-28. I actually think that NC State should now be ranked. They're setting at eight and three, guys. I think they're five and two, six and two. They're third in the ACC. They're five and
1: two. They're five Five and two in the ACC, yes.
0: In the ACC. But they're sitting in the third position in the ACC. Um, I actually think they should be ranked this week. We'll get to that in the rankings here in a little bit. But uh, TCU beat Baylor 42-17. Troy beat Louisiana 31-24. UNLV had a very, very nice win at Air Force thirty-one to twenty-seven. This is another Barry Odom thing that I talked about kind of last week with you guys. Um, they are nine and two, and Air Force has lost three in a row. They were eight and zero. Now they're eight and three. Um, Ohio State handled Minnesota at home, thirty-seven to three. Oregon. Really put a beat down on Arizona State at Arizona State 49 to 13. Bo Nix had six touchdowns, I believe, in this game. If I, uh, I think so, remember, I'm pretty sure he had six touchdowns, picked him apart. Like I've been saying for the last few weeks, we'll get to a little bit more on Bo Nix with this game. Oklahoma State beat Houston 43 to 30 at Houston. Auburn, what? Happened to Auburn. Uh,
1: Auburn well,
0: loses at home to New Mexico State 31 to 10. Yep. At Jordan. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this, John. I read that this is the first home loss for Auburn against a non power conference team since 1950. Was it since 1950? That's what I read, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I thought there was some, one in
1: 1991. I don't. I don't know if that that maybe that may be wrong. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe 91,
1: not... but either way, it doesn't matter. It's a long time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's what I read. That's. I, I don't know if it's true. I thought I'd ask you to be honest. Uh, Texas Tech beat UCF 24-23. South Alabama beat Marshall 28 to nothing. Marshall has had a decent season. That's kind of surprising score. Old Dominion beat Georgia Southern 20 to 17. Florida State beat North Alabama 40, or 58 to 13. But that's not the story of this game. The story of this game is Jordan Travis went out with a major leg injury um, and didn't got carted off, went to the hospital. I have not heard any major up, updates on Jordan Travis, but it did not look good. What do you what, have? You heard anything, John?
1: Uh, other than he ain't coming back, I mean, that's about it because I mean, Is there's he not no way coming back. Why would he? He's hurt, he's out for the season, and there's only one more game, so. He's not gonna. I mean, they're, they're, well, I, mean, I, I have this not injury. heard
0: how bad the injury was. Uh, the so injury was
1: bad. The injury is bad. When when they're telling you not to yet. when 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 they're telling you not to look on the broadcast when they show the replay, uh, yeah, it's bad. So yeah,
0: I heard it. It looked really bad. I mean, but I haven't seen anything. So yeah. I was working yesterday. So. Um but you know that is a very, very significant loss. I mean, they have been in the four spot basically all year since they beat LSU, have a really well, good chance
1: of well, he, making the, the
0: college football playoff, and then they here's, lose their quarterback. Here's,
1: here's the deal. They're gonna play Florida. Both teams are gonna be playing with their backup. So yeah, but both teams will be playing with their backup quarterback. And the Florida State looks like they have a better roster than Florida right now. So you just got to think that if, you know, as long as the backup quarterback for Florida State doesn't, you know, commit any significant, you know, uh, turnovers or or just errors, then then Florida State will have a week with him as the starting quarterback in the you know is win a game then go into the acc championship louisville. game against louisville yeah. again yeah uh playing in that one and you know just got to manage the game just got to manage that's that's really it And i mean i don't think that this guy's a you know much of a like i don't think he's a you know a bum i don't think florida state's gonna have a just a, a really bad backup so the guy is. No, is, I don't either. I'm just saying going to get two weeks, going to get two weeks of reps of, of of first team reps, and then once that game is over, you know, it's just an unfortunate
0: blow. Oh, for, it is for Florida State is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's basically what I meant by that. I mean, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world. I mean, they don't have a terribly tough schedule. I mean. Florida and Louisville, I think, are both manageable games. Yeah. You know, but it's very, very unfortunate. I hate that for the kid. I mean, Jordan Travis has worked his butt off to get them Mm -hmm. here and also hate that for the team as well. I would would like to see them full healthy and see what happens, uh, but we are not going to get that. So we'll we'll see what happens from here on out with Florida State. But – Uh, California beat Stanford 27-15. Kansas State made a comeback, was down 11 in this game, I think, and beat Kansas at home 31-27. They are another one of these teams that I was talking about is tied for second in the Big 12 and have a shot to be in the Big 12 championship game. Boise State 45, Utah State 10. Washington beats Oregon State in Corvallis 22 to 20.
1: Yeah, and that one right there was I believe a
0: uh safety that was the difference. Right? Um uh, yeah, and it's I mean it's a tough place to play. We talked about it in the game day picks. I mean, it's a tough place to play. It really really is. It's a big win for them. I mean, Washington has now won against three top like 15 teams in the last 3 weeks yep top, top 20 teams in the last three weeks right um you know and i believe two of them are on the road if I i'm not mistaken
1: one at yeah, as far as top 15 uh so at oregon state and then the oregon game where was that
0: one the oregon game was at washington i do know i okay. do remember that but the
1: I don't remember who. I mean, who the other? UCLA one was.
0: was on the road, I believe, and I think UCLA was ranked. They were, They were probably in the top twenty. Um, right. I was played. like, I
1: don't know if they. I, I was trying to think about. Uh, or or maybe. Um, no, Utah was at Washington, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Because
1: yeah, because y'all were y'all were picking Utah or y'all were picking Washington because of the fact that it was at yeah. Washington. I was picking Utah just for the sheer yeah, fact that it yeah, was. It
0: was. It yeah. was. Yeah. You're
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do uh, remember that.
0: Missouri one. had to survive with the last-second field goal at home to beat Florida, thirty-three to thirty-one. And then they put a second but,
1: back on the clock.
0: But they won the game this time of year. That's all that really matters. They're they're inside the top ten, and they are clearly in second place in the SEC East and i mean they have been one of the better teams in the sec this year and maybe the best story maybe yeah. in the sec as long as they
1: year. as long as they cap out the uh the the regular season with the with the victory on uh saturday then they should be i mean they're going to go to a bcs bowl i mean a bcs but a, a, a they're going go to go to a, a new year's six bowl yeah yeah, because yeah, they they'll be one of the would. top ranked, they'll go they'll be one of the top ranked uh SEC teams. And then pending on if SEC sends one or two, the other one will also go to a new New Year six bowl oh, as yeah. well.
0: They definitely I, I mean, outside of Georgia and Alabama, I think they're the you know, you know, they're the best stories in the you know in the in the SEC this year. Right. I I, I would put them above LSU. I know LSU beat them. But LSU right. has three losses and Missouri has two. Correct. So you know, um, Arkansas beat FIU forty-four to twenty. That's only their fourth win of the year. And seen this morning, out of Arkansas, out of Fayetteville, they're saying that Sam Pittman's going to be back next year, which was a little surprising
1: it was that is that is uh, surprising
0: i i mean i didn't confirm it but this was reported from you know from reporters out of fayetteville right you know um kentucky loses to south carolina 17 14 looked absolutely atrocious on offense last night i thought they played fairly decent on defense But, God, I'm just going to move on. They're sickening, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Uh, Wisconsin beat Nebraska 24 to 17. Um, Texas handled Iowa State at Ames 26 to 16. LSU beat the fire out of Georgia State 56 to 14. Um, Jaden Daniels accounted for eight TDs in this game from the way I understand.
1: Yes, he threw for six and he ran for two. Yes. Um, He threw for four hundred and eight. And over 500 yards of offense. He had about 413 yards passing, six touchdowns, and then had about, I believe, 96 yards rushing,
0: two two touchdowns. In the last two games, he's accounted for over eleven 1, hundred yards by himself. Correct. And how many touchdowns?
1: Oh well, 14. that would be fourteen,
0: something like that.
1: Uh, fifteen. I thought he had seven last week. Was it? Did he have seven? seven
0: the other day? I can't last remember. Week? Was it a six or seven?
1: Yeah. Either way, it's it's ridiculous. He's throwing up ridiculous numbers.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable numbers, actually. I mean, it's just unbelievable numbers. So, uh, Kevron Harris is with us. He says, go Tigers. I'm not sure if he's talking about Missouri or if he's talking about LSU because I was just talking about both. So, (laughs) I'm not sure.
1: I assume he's going LSU. Most recent.
0: Okay. Yeah. Georgia Tech beat Syracuse 31 to 22. New Mexico beat Fresno State 25-17 and San, San Jose State beat San Diego State 24 to 13. And guys, that wraps up college football scoreboard. That is the full week 12 college football scoreboard. Um So we're going to get into the AP poll. We always do take a look at the AP poll here at College Sportscast, the weekend wrap-up show. There is a little bit of movement this week. So I'm going to kind of dig into that a little bit. Of course, Georgia remains number one. That's not a big surprise. This is their 23rd straight week being number one in the AP poll, um, and that is good for second-best streak ever in the history of the AP poll, college football. Um, They are 10 behind the street held by USC, who did 33 straight weeks in the Reggie Bush era, 2003 to 2005. All right. The first change in the poll was at number two. They jumped Ohio State over Michigan State. I mean, Michigan State. I said that last week. They jumped. Oh, I said that same stuff last week. Ohio Uh State over Michigan in the poll. Um, Ohio State is now number two and Michigan is number three. I found that a little bit interesting. Does that have to do with? The stuff that's going on with Harbaugh and Michigan, the scandal? Sure.
1: Sure. I mean, they're really that, and the fact that, you know, Michigan looked like they struggled a little bit during the game. So, one game. Well, I mean, I think everybody wants an excuse to drop them. So, this was (laughs) that was an excuse to drop. Yeah. So, Um,
0: and then the, the next movement, Washington jumps. Florida State at the four spot, and Washington I think that's actually four. I
1: think that one's more of a that that's more legit because Washington's yeah, I, beaten a I, I, lot I better opponents. It would happen
0: last week, to be honest.
1: I mean, it should have been like this for a while, but you know, uh, Washington's beaten more teams than than uh, that Florida State has. Florida State, the, the deal about Florida State is they've got what. One win against a team that has now lost three games. Now they look good when they're on, and that's LSU, right? So they've yeah. lost three games um, two within the SEC, and then the the one to Florida State. Um, Clemson looks a lot better now than what they did when they played them. So that's good for Florida State. But at the time, Clemson looked really bad. It was I mean, early in the season. Seven and,
0: four and unranked. So
1: right Clemson. so correct but they were you know what 4 and 4 or 3 and 4 yeah, or somewhere so in incredible. that neighborhood at the time when when Florida State uh played them but since then Clemson has reeled off a few wins uh three or four in a row yeah. so um that one you know it i mean it makes sense it, i think that would make sense, sense as, you, as well
0: right. um 6 7 and 8 actually 6 7 and eight, 9, nine and
1: 10. No, no, 10, think, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 was movement. Missouri, Missouri went up one from, from, uh, 11 okay. to 10 in well, six, the seven,
0: in eight, the, nine then remained the same. And that's right. Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Louisville, and 10 now is Missouri,
1: right? Cause what, what, what it was was in the AP poll, Oregon state was number 10. And they dropped okay. Okay. five spots after yeah. losing uh, right to Washington. So,
0: okay, so Missouri is is at the number ten spot in the top ten. You have Penn mm-hmm. State eleven, Ole Miss is twelve, Oklahoma was thirteen, LSU is fourteen, Oregon State dropped to fifteen. Then um, right. Arizona, so, yep, Arizona moves in. This is their first time in the poll this, this year, and they moved all the way up to sixteen. After their big win um, this week, beating Utah forty-two to to sixteen, and they move or forty-two to eighteen, and they move to the sixteenth spot. Right. They've had a really good season. Um, they're sitting in third in the Pac-12. Um, so uh, Notre Dame is seventeen, Tulane is eighteen, Kansas State is nineteen. Iowa is 20, Oklahoma State is 21, Liberty is 22. Toledo comes in the poll. I don't think they were in the poll. They were 20, they're 23. No, James they they Maddison. were
1: they were they were they were at 23 last week. They have no movement in the AP poll. Oh,
0: so Toledo was really? there last. J- week. James Madison stays in after despite their loss. Right. Um tw- at number 24 And somehow Tennessee stays in the poll with seven and four. And this is where I said I think NC State should be in the poll. Right. Quite honestly, I felt like Tennessee should drop out. They scored seven points last week against Missouri. They scored ten this week against um, um, Georgia and got trounced in both games. Right. And somehow stayed in the poll with seven and four. And NC State is 8-3 and three, and in third yes. place in the UCC.
1: Yeah, essentially NC State is number 27. Utah is uh, the number one team. Others receiving votes, they fell out of the poll after their loss this week. And NC State um, has not yet climbed back into it after um, this week. But North Carolina dropped out. Um and uh, like I said, Utah. Drew. But uh, in the in the poll, James Madison dropped six. Tennessee dropped four spots. That's what allowed everybody else to really move up um, in the poll this week with their with their wins.
0: Yeah. Utah drops out of the poll for the first time in thirty three straight. AP poll appearances, by the way. This is the first time Utah has not been in the poll in 33 weeks or 34 weeks because they had 33 straight. It's the fifth. It was the fifth longest active streak in the country behind only Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. Yeah. The Utah AP poll streak. Yep. Uh, So that is a look at the actual poll. There are six SEC teams, four Pac-12, four Big 12, four Big 10, two ACC, one American, one Conference USA, one Sun Belt, and one Mid-American. So there are four group of five teams in the ap poll this week independent of course is notre dame all right so so let's dig into the college football playoff landscape i know we like to kind of talk about this each week we had some scenarios last week and had a little fun with this last week me and you did so seeing what we've seen this past week and Washington jumping Florida State in the in the um, AP poll do you expect the same in the um, college football playoff bowl because Florida State has stayed I mean, at the fourth spot
1: yes I mean I would I would expect that that Florida uh, that, sorry that Washington jumps in over Florida State um, and you may still see a I mean the, the top three I think are the same right um, with uh, the CFP it is uh it, it is Georgia Ohio State Michigan that's what they had.
0: Yeah, that's what they had this past week yeah
1: right and then and then they had Florida State at number four so
0: um
1: I think that the I, I think that this is what you'll see as the top four teams and you should see this as the top six. With Oregon being, either yeah, Oregon should be number six. Florida State should be number five. So, you should see this. This should be the 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 order for the season. Do C. you P. think
0: that'll be the only movement in the top eight? Maybe Washington jumping Florida State. That's what I think. You, I think it'll be the same. Yeah, maybe, I think that's going to be the same. I happen.
1: think in the in the top eight because I I just I don't see them moving Alabama ahead of Texas. Um, I don't either. Not right now. And I think that's – I don't necessarily think it's dumb, but I think that it's because I've gone back and looked um, with teams that had head-to-head that they were dealing with, that they, they they are inconsistent with this particular thing that they've talked about. They have consistently talked about head-to-head, head, and that's the reason why Alabama's not ahead of Texas. But at one point in time, Texas had a loss against Oklahoma. Both were one-loss teams at the time, and well, Oklahoma you, was about two or three spots behind well, Texas.
0: Last year, at the end of the season, both Bama and Tennessee had two losses, and Bama wound up fifth, and Tennessee wound up like eight or nine.
1: And- right. And this you is a remember, different. This is a different I, group of people. I this, was
0: very, very. I was very, very livid and adamant that Tennessee should be ahead of of Alabama last
1: year. Correct, but this is a different group of people. So, like this group of people, this iteration of the CFP committee has been adamant with a head-to-head and.
0: I actually think they that's have been right.
1: they have been My very opinion, inconsistent. I think that the head to head actually should
0: it. mean something. If not, then then why would these teams schedule games like that? At a why would you have teams schedule games if they're not going to match?
1: Well, I mean, I get that, but then I also would look at the the strength of schedule as well, like the 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 FPI and. The,
0: but I, but to me, the head-to-head has to be number one.
1: It has to be. I mean, it has to factor. If
0: not, if but not you also then, have to. Then there's no reason to schedule those games.
1: But you also have to. You also have to figure out too, because again, you're not allowing for teams to improve. So they played head-to-head week two. Alabama was a horse crap team in week two. All right, Texas. That makes every Texas. game matter, John. Texas has has not looked well in the last two or three weeks. Alabama has looked very very good in the last two or three weeks. I'm not really advocating that Alabama should be above. I'm just saying that they don't
0: here and act like that Alabama hasn't improved throughout the season and that they look much 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 better. Do you
1: think that if Alabama plays Texas right now that Alabama wins?
0: Probably, I would probably pick Alabama. Yes, if I if they were playing head to head right now.
1: Do you think if 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 Texas plays Oklahoma, Texas wins?
0: I don't know. We might find out. Well, no. See, Oklahoma's behind the eight ball because they lost to Kansas State and Oklahoma State. Right.
1: But I'm just I, what I'm saying is is that these are teams that they lost to, right? Yeah. But they lost to them earlier in the season, and that these teams improved or didn't. I just like
0: to me, college football is very few games throughout the season. And I like the fact in college football that every game matters.
1: Okay. So,
0: and and to me, me, if you're not going to have them, the head to head be the number one thing then there's no reason to schedule those out-of-conference games.
1: Oregon or because Oregon State. in the
0: your SEC schedule is going to give you a very tough um, um schedule alone that you're not going to need the out-of-conference schedule to have a strength of schedule, a good strength of schedule. You're not gonna that's need what
1: I'm that that that's that's my point with the whole thing. Alabama's strength of schedule should be a lot better than Texas's strength of schedule. You made my point. Thank you. Awesome. No, you absolutely no, made my point. Yeah, you that.
0: did. I was using that. Why why would you schedule a Texas out of conference game if you can if you can count on your strength of schedule in the SEC. Why would you do that if the head-to-head don't matter?
1: Auburn, two
0: thousand four. I just, you know, I, to me, you got it's got to be that
1: one. schedule was not schedule outside of the, the 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 non-conference was absolutely horrendous, and they they got penalized for it.
0: But that was three Same. three Same systems thing. ago. It will be. It will be next year. I mean, yes, we got but 12 you're, teams but you're asking we a question this, and three, I'm giving you 14, an answer. We got the BCS. I mean, that was three systems ago.
1: And each one of those, I can probably go back and find the reason why somebody got in there versus somebody else not, with a strength of schedule.
0: All right. I still say it's basically those eight teams.
1: Yeah, but it's not gonna be those I eight. don't think Missouri There's, it's it's six teams. Let's let's just be honest. There's six teams and that's it.
0: So you don't think
1: seven. Sorry, that, seven.
0: You don't think Texas and Alabama has a shot?
1: No, Texas does. Uh
0: Alabama has beat
1: Yeah, they have to beat Georgia.
0: If they can beat Georgia, they have a shot.
1: Yeah, well, nobody's done I, it if yet. If they beat
0: Georgia, they will get in, if you ask me. They will jump those few teams.
1: Okay, Oregon over Washington. What what happens there?
0: Okay, so if you're, if you're asking me mm-hmm. if Oregon over both – oregon beats washington and bama beats georgia if it both happens i think they'll put bama in over over oregon if there is a choice to make and only one gets a spot at four okay so 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 the
1: other two are winner of ohio state Michigan, because they're they're most likely going to win their, their conference. Yeah. So that's one. And then are you saying Florida State or are you saying Texas? Undefeated Florida State versus one loss Texas.
0: I think undefeated Florida State probably gets that spot if they're still undefeated. Really? And if you ask me if Georgia gets beat – They're still going to be in it. They're they're going to find a spot at three or four. So then that means that you would have Oregon and Alabama who have both won and only one would get a spot, in my opinion.
1: All right. So FPI and the FPI, Alabama's FPI is just ahead of Oregon's. Um, Texas is just ahead of Florida state. Currently Oregon has the, or sorry, Ohio state has the number one FPI Michigan's number two, Georgia number three, Alabama, Oregon, Penn State, Oklahoma, Texas, Florida State, LSU, Notre Dame.
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm just throwing out a few scenarios.
1: By the way, Washington is two more down from from that.
0: Which so, doesn't make any sense at all, I if mean, you ask me. That
1: puts Washington, FPI is at 13.
0: That's crazy.
1: So the top they four played, teams. They of the better. Of the,
0: better wins, of the, they played better. They played more ranked opponents and stuff. I mean, how in the world are they down there being being 11-0? That doesn't make any sense at all. I mean – that don't make any sense. Penn State's got two losses. How the hell are they ahead of Washington? Their two losses
1: are to the number one and number two teams and the FBI. Yeah, but
0: the Big Ten's, conf- outside of those two teams, they've played nobody.
1: Yeah, well, I guess you have uh, really good losses. losses count for you.
0: I guess. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. All right. I want to get into some college basketball just real quick and, and do a little bit of a scoreboard um, rundown. UConn and and, and uh, Indiana were playing as we kind of come on today, and I don't know how that game has finished, but Texas and Louisville is playing right now. Texas is ranked 19th. Louisville's actually ahead 45 to 44 in the second half 17 minutes to go i mean they are competing at least why beat Farman in the um myrtle beach invitational 78 to 71 um there's a lot of feast week tournaments going on right now um Providence beat Georgia in the Baja Mar Hoops Challenge um, in the championship game to beat to win that. Yukon um, beat Indiana in the 77 to 57 today, actually. Um, that's a pretty significant win for Yukon. but there's a lot of uh, holiday tournaments going on right now in college basketball. It's a pretty fun time. If you're a college basketball fan, Um, Friday, John and I, on Thursday, we picked some games. I think we either went four and two or five and one um, in those games on, on our pick'ems for, um, Game day pick'ems that we did on Thursday. We picked six games.
1: Um, how'd you do football wise?
0: I was I think you and John tied again at six and three. No, 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 no. John was six and three, and me and you were five and four. Football.
1: Are you and sure? I what was my fourth one? I can't, I don't have the fourth one written down.
0: Uh, so your picks was Louisville.
1: Yep. I had Louisville, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, Clemson.
0: Louisville. Yeah. Louisville, Arizona, Georgia, Clemson, Kansas.
1: Kansas, Kansas to cover. Yep. Which which, uh, which, which
0: hit Oregon state,
1: which lost Iowa, Iowa state, state, which lost as far as cover they, they didn't cover
0: right michigan didn't. and missouri
1: well what was the spread on that one i guess i missouri I was 11 the yeah. spread was 11. yeah there you go missouri okay yeah
0: yeah now i i don't i haven't went back and looked at our upset and lock picks so i don't know those yet but i i don't oh, know no,
1: no mine uh no mine were
0: my my upset and my
1: lock were uh, um they did not hit. So again, I went zero and two on those.
0: My upset did. I, I picked Northwestern at home over Purdue, who was a three point favorite. Um, again, so and I made fun of you for picking that.
1: something that was four for a three points.
0: But you don't get it. Like that's what we're. I'm trying to pick something that's actually going to hit. That's what I'm trying to do.
1: No, you, you're you're picking something like okay then. You know, we could have picked Miami over Louisville, and it was a one point difference. I think that's, I think that's dumb. I think, there, know, needs a, I think really there needs to be, I think there needs to be a parameter. Most of these I think games there needs to be parameters.
0: Most of these names that we've been picking are within three or four points. I mean, a lot of them this year. That's why I intentionally so,
1: went and looked at something that was bigger than that.
0: But I mean, that's what we're trying to do: is pick something well, that's actually. Good. Yeah, that's why it's called a lot.
1: No, the upset. I'm talking about the upset. The lock is something different. I'm talking about the upset. The upset is you got to pick one that has, you got to have, we got to have parameters on on what the the point spread can be.
0: I think three is is the parameter, if you ask me. Three is the parameter. Three Three is home
1: field, the difference between home field advantage and not.
0: Yeah, but most of these games are within three or four points. These, bigger games so three is a pretty healthy pick if you ask me
1: i think you got to be i think you got to be a touchdown
0: nah that's way too much the, the, you're, that's what the, makes then, the game our, fun
1: that's what makes it fun yeah but then cool. our
0: stats is going to be awful all i mean always i i'm trying to have something where we can where people can follow us and be like, okay, we want to follow them because they're doing a good job with this. And that's what I'm trying to do.
1: Oh, uh, so you want a stat pad? That's what it is. It's all play of the I'm, I'm not
0: trying I'm not trying to pick seven or ten points and us be one for twenty-seven <laughs> for the year. I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think the I think I think our, our, our picks during the like our regular picks are fine. I think the uh I think the 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 locks and the <laughs> and the upsets have to have, have got, to have, have, have got to have. Oh no, it's not ridiculous. I think the, I think they have to have some, uh, some, some panache, little little little, 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 gamesmanship here. We can't, we can't sit here and I just go. I think a one-point favorite is, is going to we'll lose.
0: We'll be lucky if we have a record of four and twenty at the end of the year or whatever. What you're talking about. I that's just don't think that's a good look. If you
1: uh, we're picking <laughs> locks and we have parameters, put the parameters up there, and then there you go. All
0: right, let's have a little bit of fun and get to our good, the bad, and the ugly of week twelve. We always have a little bit of fun of <laughs> this, and and you you always have some good points on the good, the bad, the ugly. I think each week. So let's let's start with the good for week twelve. And, again, you know, you can pick two or three different things if you want. But, you know, what, what's your I mean, good for Week 12? Good
1: Lord. There's 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 quite a few of them that you could throw out there. I mean, obviously, the different Heisman Trophy candidates, all three of them did really well. So you're talking about Bo, Bo Niggs, Michael Penix, and Jaden Daniels. Like, all three of those guys were pretty awesome. Uh, I think unreal. they're
0: head and shoulders above the field, don't you? Right.
1: And and Penix didn't really have, like – he didn't have like a, a great day but he didn't have a bad day either um he did lead his team to a victory, to um, a victory and victory yeah and and made some clutch passes at the end of the game um he was and also playing in team. weather and they were playing they in were weather champions.
0: too yeah
1: right so yeah. i i think that 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 you're you're good you're you're good uh it's definitely, you know, just again, what those guys did. Um again, week in and week out what they've been doing. So, you know, Bonics, Michael Penix, and um and Jaden Daniels, because they just absolutely so much more so much better yeah. than everybody else. And I think it's just those three. Those three should be the only three that go to New York or wherever it is that they're gonna do the high The only one that
0: tripping. I had I thought maybe might make um you know the top would would have been um, Harrison Jr.
1: Yeah, but I think I think oh, at I this think, point I think at this point it is going to be those three quarterbacks because it Harrison Jr. would have to be so far and above in his class and and doing things just outrageous and I mean it's not that he's not it's that. These yeah. guys are doing so much more, and I think I that don't there's think just so he has a more. chance
0: of winning it. I just thought he might have a chance of being in that fourth spot and get. Yeah, I,
1: I don't think he's going to get even enough of the vote, um, to to make it even close to want to bring him. I think the vote is just going to be between those three. I mean, he's going to have votes. Yeah. It's not like he's not going to have votes, but the the three are going to have so much more so many more votes than what he has that they're not going to, he's not going to get invited. So it's going to be those three.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I just thought, like I said, I thought a week or two ago that he might have an outside shot, but I don't think he does now. Um, I I, I think, I think that Alabama, the way that they have played the last four or five weeks and the improvement that they have shown and the way, They keep using and revamp their whole offense around Jalen Milrow and what they have done is really, really impressive. If you ask me, Um, you know, it's Alabama and we all think of Alabama as this absolute just juggernaut all the time. But they really didn't start that way this year. Right. Like they struggled the first three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. And they really did not start that way this year. And for them to make in season adjustments the way that they did, and in their completely revamp their offense and everything, the way they did in season is pretty impressive to me. So I'm gonna add them to the good. Okay, um, we will we'll find out. When they go to Jordan Hare next week, just how what the difference is going to be. Do you think y'all have a shot? It's in Jordan Hare, and sometimes you do when you th- don't think you can.
1: Just depends on what they, uh, what, what the mindset going in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying sometimes when you don't think Auburn has a chance, that's when they surprise Alabama.
1: Well, it's an odd year and the games in Jordan Hare, so that puts uh that that puts a puts it in their favor
0: yeah all right what's the bad for a week tw- 12 well i could three. go
1: one of i look look the bad there's going to be one team that could get the bad and the ugly for me and okay and that's gonna be all you are gonna
0: give them both i
1: do you know of anybody else that could get that could get a different one there are 20 Who did you say it was? Auburn. Oh. I mean, look, you're a 25 point favorite at home against
0: 5.5 is what uh, I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So 25
1: and a half point favorite, and you lose by 21. That's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Uh, I, that's I have 40. To say it was that's, pretty 40 bad. that's 40. That's 46 point. That's 46 point swing right there. So I uh, I, I think that's bad, and that's also <laughs> ugly because if you looked at the uh, if you looked at the offense and defensive line, that looked ugly. They got dominated. They were, that's they
0: what was so bad about the game was they were basically manhandled on the offensive and defensive line by
1: dominated
0: New Mexico State.
1: Yes, dominated. Yeah. So, yeah, and they made all the plays. I mean, they made. They made uh, what is that look? Pavlovia or whatever his name is. They made him look like he was like Heisman because he was out there. Well, I worked it and I come and in
0: throwing. I come in at the very end. There was like three or four minutes left in the game when I turned mm-hmm. when I turned it on, and I was like, "You have got to be kidding me! Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that's real." Oh, it was very real. Watch the whole game. I mean, it's bad. I mean, and it's ugly. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll give you that Auburn's game yesterday was the ugly. I'll give you okay. that.
1: because okay. It
0: was ugly. Okay? I'll give you that one. But I'm going to put North Carolina as, as the bad. It seems like they do this every year with uh mac brown at the helm um they you know they start out they get close they get to that seven or eight win mark and then they seem to fall apart at the end and they're they've done it again this year and then i'm also putting mark stoops in kentucky on the bat i mean I, I don't know what's going on there but they are absolutely got some major issues to fix offensively I'm going to tell you something I I and, I and I put this on Facebook earlier I've never watched a football game where when 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 a team has the ball that you literally have to watch the play clock, to see if they're actually going to get a snap-off before a penalty every single time they line up. I've never watched a game like that. But when you watch Kentucky play, you literally have to watch the play clock. And I'm in the background last night hollering, snap the damn ball. Snap the damn ball. Like I don't understand it. It is the most it the equivalent of this is on a basketball court. If the team just passed the ball around outside, didn't care, and don't put up a shot 20 times a game and just let the play clock, you know, just, just let the shot clock just just expire. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I didn't get a chance to... You tell uh...
0: me, I don't. I don't understand it. Every, almost every play is that way. And it drives me insane. That is an epic failure for an offense, if you ask me. Epic. So, there you go. I'm putting Kentucky on there, especially Kentucky offense there they looked pathetic mainly because of that yeah but i will give you that jordan Hare and auburn and new mexico state coming in and dominating them the way that they did offensive defensive line and sec team i will give you a 46-47 swing spread difference um is definitely ugly. Definitely. My question to you is this. Hugh Freeze, his first year, he did mm-hmm. get you guys both eligible with a yes. sixth win last week. But Correct. how's Auburn fans feeling with, like, Oh, right now, about awesome. half of them are ready
1: to jump off the ledge. Jump off a the ledge. There's so many different, like, there's so many different ones that are. Now you're, of, now you're looking
0: facing Alabama, so you're looking at six and six straight in the face. Yep. Um. And you know, I I know you're going to a bowl, but
1: probably in Birmingham.
0: Well, that's where uh, yeah. Kentucky might be too. <laughs> to be. We're we're in the same spot, but I'm just saying Auburn fans are not used to being there at all, not really. and
1: Not as often as we've been in the last uh, four years, five years.
0: I I will say this, though. Doesn't Freeze have a top five class right now for 2024? Committed?
1: They're up there. They're up there right now, but got to make sure that they all sign. We ain't not got past first signing yeah. day,
0: right? I mean, I there,
1: there could be several of them that flip yeah. from from committing yeah. to Auburn yeah. because Auburn's had a history of people that have been committed but have been silent commits somewhere else. So I, I don't put so a whole a lot of stock of the into podcast. it until the, to, 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 to pen is paper or digital signature or whatever whatever it is.
0: Oh, I don't either. Kentucky has a top 20 class right now, right around 20. And, you know, I I don't, with what's going on, I have no idea. Um, But if freeze can land a top five class, then I would think that Auburn would still feel halfway decent with freeze right now, knowing that the future may be different. Right. if they can get the signatures. All right. So week ahead, we'll finish up with a quick look ahead um, for the week 13 in college football. There are two ranked matchups next week. That's all there is, is two of them. Um, Ranked on ranked. Oregon and ranked on ranked, yes. Okay, That's what I mean, yeah. Where, yeah. where they're both ranked, ranked on ranked. There are only two next week. Oregon and Oregon State is one of them. Um, Oregon State's 15. Oregon is six. That is at Oregon. It is the second consecutive times that both teams have been ranked. And then the other one. One, of course, is the big one this week, and that is Ohio State at number three, Michigan.
1: Correct, yeah. Um, So this week is also the first week that we actually have a day where there is no uh, football, whether it's NFL or college, and that is Wednesday. So we end our streak of, I believe, 48 days.
0: 48 um, i think it's 48,
1: 48 days straight of uh football whether it's the nfl or college football will end on wednesday right. um yeah. thursday you will have the egg bowl um uh, that's always even though those teams are not ranked or, or you have uh old miss that's ranked but mississippi state's not it's always a um a bit of a uh kind of a cluster as to how that game gets played they they, they somehow you know it, it always ends up being a tight game it could always it could be an ugly game
0: it does seem it, like it yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's
1: it's really weird um tcu and oklahoma play each other on friday at 11 um iowa uh at nebraska also at 11 on friday uh then you've got miami at boston college on friday memphis at temple Toledo at Central Michigan, Ohio. These are a lot of games on Friday. Uh, There is. So the holiday. A lot more than I was expecting. I wasn't expecting this many games on Friday. I knew there was some games. I didn't expect this many. Uh, Then you get into, let's
0: see, 2.30 UTSA.
1: Yep. 2.30 UTSA to Lane. Play each other. Um. Uh, then you also at three o'clock. This is the CBS three o'clock game that the uh, SEC has, and that's Missouri at Arkansas. And then at night, six thirty, Texas Tech at Texas. Also, it's yep. uh, six thirty. You have Penn State at Michigan State, and then to cap off Friday is Oregon State at Oregon, Oregon
0: State at Oregon. And Correct. so those. Those are Friday games That's this actually, week. That's actually –
1: yeah, okay. Catch gotcha. it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few of them on, on uh, Friday this week for the holiday weekend. Right. Michigan and Ohio State is at 11 o'clock on Saturday, 11 a.m. Or, right. or noon if you're Eastern time.
1: Yeah, big noon um, kickoff. That'll be the big yeah, the kickoff. noon
0: kickoff. Yeah, So.
1: kickoff. Yeah. Then uh, Kentucky, Louisville – yeah, and Texas A&M, LSU, that one will be probably – I think that will be more entertaining as well. Uh, you've got the big offense versus the big defense. New coaching change inspired players for Texas A&M going to Death Valley and seeing what Jaden Daniels can do. A uh, bit of a revenge game for LSU from last year.
0: Florida, yeah, Florida, Florida yep. State in six – six or – Central time um, on Saturday night, Clemson-South uh, Carolina, which Cle- South Carolina is trying to get bowl eligible now. Um,
1: the Iron Bowl is the side. CBS 230 game uh, with uh, Alabama visiting Auburn. So uh, and then you've got – Arizona at Arizona State. I think that one might also be a little bit of an entertaining game. Probably a lot of high offense. Maybe not a whole lot of defense in that one. I'm trying to, to look and see if there's anything else that might be really entertaining Botkin to look says at.
0: Missouri and Iowa both win. Iowa's going to face the winner of Ohio State-Michigan. Yeah, Botkins. Uh, Nick, I, I said that at the beginning. Iowa has already clinched their spot in the Big Ten championship game. So... Uh, they're looking yep. to, you know, they'll be playing the winner of Ohio State and Michigan. Yep. yep.
1: Um, Vod at Virginia, 230 on the ACC network. That one right there would be uh, something that I think would be worth watching. Washington State at Washington. I know Washington State had a lot of games, kind of in the middle of the season, where they looked like they were going to lose, uh, that they were losing a few of them, but they uh, had a pretty big they did, and they right lost game like six, past-
0: five or six in a row,
1: right? But they had a pretty good get back, uh, get right game this past weekend. So yeah, uh, but they're traveling to Washington, which that means, I mean, I, I would be leaning more of Washington State keeping inside a number or, or uh, you know. Maybe I think I possibly seen with the out, earlier up.
0: Started out at 15 and a half, I it's think, still 15 and, think, and a half right now.
1: Wrong. Yeah, it's 15 and a half right 15 now. And a half. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, uh, Jacksonville State will play at New Mexico State, so team that just beat Auburn, and then a eight and three, six and one call, uh, conference USA. Uh, Jacksonville State will travel to a nine and three, six and one. Uh, New Mexico State, that one would be pretty entertaining as well. Uh, as you said, yeah. Florida, Florida State, um, that one's always going to be entertaining,
0: right?
1: Yep. Um, yep.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you've already kind of gone through these. North Carolina at NC State. I think that one yeah. would be worth watching. Kansas State, Iowa State. I think that one's got a lot of Big Twelve implications. Right, it does. winner of that one. Winner that one should be playing for the uh, championship.
0: Yeah,
1: um, with the possibility, as long as Texas wins, then they'd be playing Texas.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. So. So that's our look ahead for Week 13, guys. Which is the last regular season week of the 2023 season, by the way. So, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. There's one more week to go in the regular season, and then we'll have the championship week uh, with all the champion uh, conference champion games, and we'll have that to look forward to. And then, of course, we'll have the bowl season. Uh, starting in December, and we will go through every bowl like we did last year, and do some pickums and talk about each bowl as they go through, and as the games are being played, we'll we'll hit the games for that week and talk about them, and that's kind of kind of what we did last year. That's kind of what we'll do this year as well. I will tell you that uh, this coming week we are going to do a big fuss show and game day pickem combo show. On Tuesday night at 8 p.m., we will be off for on Thursday for Thanksgiving. We will not be doing a show on Thursday night. Uh, we want to wish everyone a happy and healthy Thanksgiving and go eat and be merry and have fun with your family. And we want to wish everyone here uh, a happy Thanksgiving. So, John, you got big plans for Thanksgiving? Just hang it hanging out with the fam how about you uh me too i'm gonna go to my dad's and we always watch football um and have a little thing with my my dad's um on thanksgiving so eat probably have me some pumpkin pie maybe some pecan pie throughout the day you know dressing turkey all the good stuff you know yes (laughs) Yeah, you know, all all the all the mainstays. Yeah. But my two favorite desserts is some pumpkin pie and, and pecan pie. So I'll probably have a little bit of that too. So um, but we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving this week. We will we'll do a com- kind of a combined show. I'll we'll do a shortened version of the big fuss. We might bring up two or three topics and then we'll do a, a game day pick 'em show on Tuesday. Um, where we still try to pick at least six or eight games um, and just do a combined show on Tuesday night um, this week so we can all enjoy Thanksgiving ourselves. So, again, happy Thanksgiving. This has been week 12 of College Sportscast, the weekend wrap-up show. Y'all have a good night.